Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm Evan, or as you may know me on Instagram, Mile High Ground, and I am joined as always by the mustache and figure expert himself, John Linquist, or as you might know him, the Vintage Concepts. Although I do hope people at this point know that your name is John. I would be concerned. I hope so. You'd think. Yeah. After then, all this. Yeah. Then again, I've talked to so many people in this community, but also in my own real life that don't even really know my name. And I've worked I don't with them for like a year. So <laughs> yeah, I know most uh, Jabba's Palace background characters names more than I know coworkers that I only see like once every couple of weeks. You know, Hey, that guy. Yeah. If your name is Salt Mirai, I would remember you forever. But yeah, I'm just going to start referring to someone I work with as Window Weekway. That's just for me, you know. <laughs> um, Perfect. All right. Well, hey, before we jump totally into it, there's a little thing that's kind of making waves in our TVC community. A big, exciting three and three quarter inch item. It's the HasLab. We've talked about it before, but in uncertain terms, cat's out of the bag now. We all know what it is. It was obviously the Ewok Village, and we are super stoked about that. Oh, nope, sorry. It's not the Ewok Village because of reasons we've outlined over and over and over and over again. Uh, it's actually the ghost from no, Rebels and no the upcoming way. live action series Ahsoka. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, not only that, it uh, was $100 cheaper than what we kind of thought it was going in. Uh, the tier is the cruise. We'll talk, or some of the crew will talk about it more. The minimum backer threshold was 8,000 backers, which on the day of recording this was hit this morning. Uh, in fact, to be specific, at the exact time of this recording, we are at 8,340 backers. So, wow. onward to 11,000, where we will unlock the first tier and we will talk about what that is here in a sec but before we get too deep into that john mail call we got some mail call we got some mail coming uh kersantan is already shipping the san diego comic-con exclusive version if you were able to get a code during the convention from a lovely pal in the community who was able to help you out perhaps uh or if you were there maybe um and he was also physically on shelf at their little uh, pop-up display a few blocks from the convention uh, yeah huge shout out to uh the droid guy and victoria's cantina for uh helping me out uh and me those. as well yeah yes thank you so much uh we owe you a life debt um which <laughs> life debts life day we'll talk about that in a minute too <laughs> but not only that uh, Target Bobas are starting to slowly trickle out to market. You know, those two comic book inspired ones that we saw announced and many people pre-ordered way back in the before time, a.k.a. December 2022. Yes. And uh, at the very tail of the last episode, we talked about them starting to hit stores and both are popping up on Pop Finder. But what does that even mean anymore? Uh, I I have a lot near me that are showing eight which means they're probably in the back or they're on the way. 10, I guess, means they're on the way. So a good trick is once they start going below that threshold, that means they're selling or they're shipping them or employees are stealing them out of the back or whatever. Um, so that's a, a good time to go check it out. I went to one store today that showed four in stock of the 90s, uh, green and blue and yellow one um, from Death Lies and Treachery, but uh, there were none in the store's actual systems. And uh, 
that one shows back ordered online with a shipping date of like tomorrow. Uh, not going to happen. Not going to happen. 100% <laughs> not going to happen. And the 80s one is still undated. Um, and that's, it, it's confusing. There's two, the two figures based on similar stuff with similar names. And, you know, one will show in stock on Pop Finder and then it'll go out of stock, but it'll be on the website. I don't know if this means they're fulfilling, the stores got them, then they're fulfilling them by shipping them out, as we mentioned last time. But I don't know. Some of us are getting lucky and finding our bounty in store, including you. Give us the tale here. Yeah, well, you said you only went to one Target. You know, you have options. Yeah. Uh, my town only has one Target. So if it doesn't get the stuff, we don't get it. Well, uh, I actually went and tried my luck. I went last night uh, and asked and they looked and they said they couldn't find them, but they told me to come back today, which, of course, is what they likely tell you uh so that they don't have to deal with it at the time uh i did then go today after work and just tried my luck and chatted up the kind associate and we talked a little bit about magic the gathering that's his thing and he was like oh yeah we can you know you understand some of the hasbro frustrations when it comes to certain things he was like yeah 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 anyway uh, i had him look it up and he couldn't really find it and then he was like well maybe i'll have my supervisor look for it and she went and looked for it found the case uh, and it was of the 90s version. Um, it was hidden. And then she couldn't find the other one that also Pop Finder was showing was in stock. Um, she grabbed me a couple. But then, long story short, they decided they could only send me one because these things are so ancient. The barcode is not working in Target system. Wow. Uh, and then you can only find it by the DP DPCI, DCPI, whatever that number. It's a whole yeah. thing. Anyway, they didn't want to get in trouble, but they did still... Just they both agreed to sell me one. And that was great. Um, and I <laughs> totally was uh, grateful for that. And for for the trouble in the time, because I showed them when they went up for pre-order and these people were mystified. They were like, what? That was <laughs> what? What? Why are we just now getting it? They were yeah. so confused. I gave them a little bit of rundown and not in like a whole. I'm clearly boring these people way like I'm boring you right now, listeners. Um <laughs> Yeah, they were very curious. Anyway, we exchanged phone numbers. They've been texting me as they've been looking for them tonight. Uh, so nice. we'll see how that goes. But they did sell me one. And for the fact that they were just so blown away by me waiting eight months or so for yeah. this uh, with still nothing in the foreseeable future on the Target app, uh, they sold it to me for 50 percent off. So you know what? Amazing. I'll take the win. Uh, I can get another one. And all in all, I will have spent, you know, $14.99 on these if you do the do the average so that's wow. good that's good amazing it's always nice when a store agrees to sell you a product in the store that's always a nice uh, change of pace yeah 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 uh, no barcode no dpci <laughs> no deal <laughs> wow. but there was a deal today so anyway that's my nice. dumb little story it was great uh thank you target crew i won't shout out your name so you don't get fired uh but it was a good time so for selling i got an, one again. boba fett <laughs> Won't get fired for, again, selling a product from their back room to a paying customer. Yeah, man. Yeah. What that's... a crazy world this is, folks. But Yep. Speaking of crazy worlds. Wow. San Diego I... Comic-Con. That's There's no segue there. That's literally just me. <laughs> it is a crazy this. world when you go there, I guess. I haven't been there in about <laughs> nine years. But, I was going to uh, say last time I went was 2013. So Nice. But it was a crazy world then. It's a crazy world now. Yeah. So uh, you were on a live stream this past weekend with Tyler and Lewis from our team, as well so as heard. Tim, as well as Tim from Bosk's Bounty. Uh, I was busy. I did not hear it, so I will be saying the exact same stuff here. I'm sure you guys did great. Uh, you guys went over the reveals. You talked a lot about the ghost. 
Go listen to that if you haven't already. Just pause this, throw it in the trash, go listen to that instead. But since then, we've gotten a lot of good info about these reveals uh, through various Q&A sessions held by great outlets and friend of ours, including John Miko and Augustine from the Star Wars of Vintage Collection Facebook group, Victoria's Cantina, the Imperial Communique, Yoda's News, Galactic Figures, and the Yes Have Some podcast by the Toy Anxiety team, as well as your Q&A with Chris Reif of the Star Wars brand team. So there's some stuff in there worth chatting about. There's some good info in there. Everybody kind of had the same questions, but, you know, it's good to show that we're all kind of on the same page on some of these things sometimes. It's uh, kind of fun because as I was going through some of the answers that, you know, Chris and Patrick and, and Jing were giving, um, while there were there's some answers that were like pretty much the same to the same questions, uh, sometimes they would kind of deviate a little and there would be a slight little nugget uh mm tacked on to kind of provide just a little bit more clarity of what we can expect so nice so there were a lot of reveals there There there's also one reveal right before the convention which i guess you guys didn't talk about on the stream but completely forgot Uh, as soon as i hit end broadcast i think it was tyler or lewis they're just like, uh, you forgot to mention Jabba. And I was like, well, yes, I just me, just me forgot to do it. I asked you guys multiple times if there's anything else you wanted to talk about. But no. So, well, we all got to say Boshuda to a new Pulse exclusive Jabba the Hutt set. Uh, and Jabba, of course, is the 2015 3.75 inch Black Series sculpt again that debuted in the Rancor Pit set, a Toys R Us exclusive, uh, last release in the HasLab Sail Barge. But this time he appears to have better eyes, hopefully. I think I mentioned before the old old one looked like it's just like three black lines look like they drew it on with a Sharpie. But in the movie, it's very detailed, very interesting. And they got it a little bit closer on this one, hopefully. Um, he comes with the dais, which is a repaint of the one included in the Boba Fett's throne room set to better match the colors of Return of the Jedi. But that means you can roll out the Boba Fett one, the Bib Fortuna one that's included in the playset that's about to ship in about a month. Roll in Jabba, convert it to Jabba's throne room from Return of the Jedi, should you choose to do so. And I think many collectors will choose to do so. Yeah, there's actual figures to support that, so. <laughs> yes, shocking. Um, and the last time they did a Jabba with his dais was 2010 in that Shadows of the Dark Side set, kind of around the time of uh, Vintage Collection's debut. It had uh, Jabba, Salacious Crumb, and Ula, the last time that an Ula figure was made, perhaps the last time ever. We don't know. Um, but that was a nice set, but this is, you know, it's pretty hard to get on the secondary market, right? Did you ever get one? Uh, I did last summer, right. and I did have to pay a little bit for it. Okay. Um, so usually, though, whenever I pay a lot of money for a figure, it then immediately <laughs> gets announced to come yeah. back out. This one, probably not. So, yeah. However, paid- we we did just learn from uh, the uh, Facebook group's Q&A that um, Hut Slayer Leia is not off the table, so... Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, you should have paid more for this set. That would have uh, expedited the process of getting this. I should have. I think the threshold for me paying for a figure is it's got to, I have to pay more than like 150, 160. Yeah. So, and then as soon okay. as I do that, okay. Hasbro's just like, this guy, he did it. <laughs> Took one for the team. Enjoy, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Yeah, you're uh, welcome. <laughs> so he also includes a newly sculpted railing. The 2010 set also had a railing, but this is a new, newly sculpted version, I guess. Um, the hookah, the bowl with a little Klaatuanian patty frog in it. Uh, eight soft goods pillows, which is interesting. Three cups, one plate, partridge in a pear tree, and not one, but count them two carded figures in the set. 
if you count one of them as a figure, I guess. Uh, the first one, first full-size figure, is 8d8, who is a March Madness figure to check off, not the last today, a finish the 96 figure, and a figure that can pull double duty for the Return of the Jedi or Boba Fett's, uh, Book of Boba Fett's throne room uh, displays, which is kind of awesome to see, but... Big downside, the articulation. Yeah, yeah. Chris uh, described that it has eight points of articulation, um, all of which are hinges aside from the head. He has ankles but doesn't have elbows or knees, uh, even though he famously pulls a lever to torture a droid in the movie. So yeah, kind of a bummer. But Yeah, the uh, similarly designed BGJ-38 background uh, from Jedi, number 38, droid um from the legacy collection was a build a droid it's kind of a wet noodle he has the exact same uh, leg design as 88 um but hopefully this 88 will at least be able to support his own weight it kind of i kind of think of like the you know the super articulated atst versus the uh stock straight uh, limited articulation rebels atdp which that one will never fall over even if there's a nuclear war <laughs> Whereas the AT, the ATSC will fall over no matter how many times you tighten the screws uh, if you just breathe on it. So, yeah. Real falling action. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's a trade-off. You know, it'd be nice if AT8 had elbows at the very least, I think. But sculpt, sculpt looks great. Happy to have him. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm excited to see the card. That's great to check that off the list as well. So, yeah. And it means we get to buy two because we want a carded one and an opener. Oh, boy. What a privilege. <laughs> But uh, another figure we've wanted on a card for a while, well, at least one of us, is Salacious B. Crumb on that sweet, sweet mini card. Oh, come on now. I can't. <laughs> it's not, eh. All right. I'm, I'm not saying, that well, crazy no, for Wanda. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. <laughs> but you, you have brought it up uh, a couple times yeah. on this show. I, I've um, been mentioning it for years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the sculpt real quick first. It's the first new sculpt of Salacious in this scale since the 2007 figure. That was only ever meant to interact with C-3PO, sit on his shoulders, hold his eye, kind of chew his eye out, um, but has been repacked a number of times since then, including uh, on a Revenge of the Jedi mini card in the 2011 San Diego Comic-Con Death Star set that was uh, only offered that once and numbered, of course, and hard to get since then. Yep. You've been trying to track. Did you ever track one down? I can't remember. Never did. Never did. I, uh, back in 2019, I almost had a sealed mint, uh, revenge of the Jedi death star set, uh, for a thousand dollars. I almost got one for a thousand dollars, but at the time I was like, "Eh, that's a bit steep. (laughs) Yeah. Jokes on me that things like what? $3,500 now. Oh my God. Yeah. You could get multiple ghosts for that. Um, (laughs) for figures I already have except for two. Um, yeah, the, the mini card uh, crumb VC66, I know in the Blue Milk book, uh, I think it, you know, uh, the Hasbro team from that time even mentioned that it wasn't intended to be numbered. Those mini cards weren't. Uh, I was Salacious B. Crumb and the Mouse Droid. Hasbro making VC number mistakes. I'm glad that never happened again. Yep. Tale as old as time. Uh, it's wonderful. Wonderful. But anyway, VC number on that was VC 66. Uh, I've got a VC 66 and VC 67 hole in my collection. So I would love to fill it. Uh, John Miko in his Q and a mentioned to, uh, Chris and Patrick that, you know, new figure, new number where I don't necessarily disagree with that concept. However, you know, I mentioned this to, to Chris in, in our interview was if you're never going to reissue VC 66 and VC 67, then 
this is probably the only shot to do that, uh, mm-hmm. to do that mini card VC 66. I don't know if we want a third one to track down. Um, and I think people had floated yeah. VC 66 a or some kind of variation on that. Me, I'd be happy to see it with VC 66 still, even though it's a new figure, but on the same card, but just put uh return of the Jedi instead of revenge of the Jedi. Yep. And that would make me quite happy. I still am itching for the 1.0. It would not affect the value of the 1.01. I mean, we've seen this happen with a lot of these reissues of the hot figures or hard to find ones that the value drops a little bit, but there's still that 1.0 value. So, yeah. How much did like, I should have done my research on this, but like did the Ahsoka that was going for like 600 bucks. When they reissued that, did the price drop of the VC 1.0 version very much? It it did drop a lot. Um, and that one was easier to get because that was more a mainline. I know like the Republic Trooper, though, yeah, that one still kind of stayed a little high, uh, even though it was reissued. But it was a fan channel reissue and it was limited. You know, even right. the reissue is still like 40, 50 bucks now. So. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know what they should do. It's, it's interesting. I'm glad they're doing it. Um, yeah, ultimately, yes, I am, too. I, I am not really going back to 1.0 and getting those cards, but I am buying the 2.0, uh, you know, repacks, refreshes. So I'll be happy to have it. I'm, I'm happy to have a new a newly sculpted Salacious Crumb. I forgot to mention it looks similar to the uh, Black Series sculpt from nine years ago, um, which is coming again in the Black Series set, which is the same price as this one, actually. They're both 90 bucks, but the Black Series one only includes Jabba, Salacious, and the Aurelian Hookah, all of which are repacks from nine years ago so you know in my opinion the the tvc one is a better bang for your buck it's still quite steep i understand that but a better set overall for sure definitely definitely um as for actual san diego comic-con reveals we'll start with the biggest the best the one everybody's talking about the one we've all waited years for life day chewbacca yep this was apart from the ghost obviously this was Definitely my favorite reveal of the day. Um, I've wanted holiday special figures for a long time. We have, you know, the animated Boba Fett. We have, you know, Zutton, who counts. But uh, none really since then. And uh, yeah, the Hasbro team called it out as a first holiday special figure. Not necessarily, but, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, And we talked about holiday special and holiday figures in general on an episode of this show around this past holiday season. And brought up the fact that Disney parks are celebrating Life Day uh, in the parks and celebrating and selling actual factual merch of Chewie in his red robes from the holiday special. Um, And luckily, we didn't have to wait too long for TVC to join in on the celebration. There's plushes and Christmas ornaments and things like that. Um, This particular figure seems to reuse the same 2004 body we've seen a million times as recently as the ATST set. Um, uh, But it includes the 2020 Galaxy's Edge head. Uh, from what I can tell, as well as new hands, so he can properly hold the orb. Love the orb. Um, the orb. The main... <laughs> and the main attraction here is, of course, the robe. We got the orb and the robe, the orb and the robe, the robe for the orb and the orb for the robe. Um, <laughs> and and it... also, some people have got to be happy that they can now put their extra uh, Imperial Royal Guard robe that they used for. Obviously, yes. people were going crazy for customs <laughs> of Life Day Chewie. There's probably dozens of you out there. You yeah. can now put that robe back on a Royal Guard so you can further out, build out those ranks and have a proper Chewbacca. Yes. That Royal Guard was so cold without it, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and in various Q&As, Hasbro noted that this doesn't really necessarily open the door to other holiday special figures. Sort of a one-off since a specific uh, Disney Parks, Shop Disney exclusive. They're already doing other merch of Chewie in this look. 
Um, but my God, it is so glorious to see a holiday special figure in this line. Lumpy was my number 25 on my top 25 list this year. I've talked about it before. You know, it's it, over the past couple of years, we've gotten droids figures, Ewoks figures from the animated series, kind of the trifecta of old uh, ancillary Star Wars media. That uh, would be the holiday special. So I'm glad that's joining as well. Next stop, the Ewok movies, of course. Maybe I'll see them by the time they get figures in the line. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, for those of you out there who kind of want a sneak peek at a roadmap of Hasbro's offerings for the next five years, just look at John's <laughs> top 25. It seems wild, but that's probably where they're going to pull from. It's actually so, doing quite well so far. Yeah. God. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's on a Star Wars card, which we've also talked about before. Um, and as I said, I, uh, uh, you don't mind it, huh? I, no, I was going to ask, does that match the card that you mocked up? It does. It matches it almost exactly. Because I, sh- I shared it that day because I knew it would have the yellow of the Chewbacca if they did one, which I didn't know at the time. But if they did it, it would have the yellow coloring of Chewbacca. It probably use a shot of him from the special. I think this is a this is a much more cleaned up uh, drawing, probably from Chris Tavis or some other great artist doing this. Um, but yeah, him holding the orb doesn't have a call out about the holiday special, but it does say Chewbacca uh, Life Day. And uh, I'm okay with it being on the Star Wars card. I think that should be used sparingly, but because it's from media from that time period, I think if it if it came out in 1978 when the holiday special was around, it would have uh, been on a Star Wars plane double racetrack card. So I think I'm cool with it. I'm totally as Boba Fett first was, you know, at that time he wasn't in A New Hope. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's the OG uh, holiday special figure, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they debuted it too. Speaking of the card, I I think I heard uh, uh, John Miko or Augustine on their on their live feed from the Hasbro panel. I think one of them was just like, "Ah, oh, the warning logo," uh, yeah. covering that little Hildebrand art. Is that is that what it is? Hildebrand art? Is that what? Yeah, from one of the okay. Hildebrand posters and the artwork yeah. that they had with yeah, because it kind of cuts off Luke's lightsaber, which is frustrating. And Miko's done some posts and articles about that. Uh, yeah. If they could just move that warning sign over a little bit, we could preserve the card art. I, I think they could just slide it over a little bit. I don't know. Well, they put it on the them. bottom on uh, those LFL 50 figures uh, on the return of the Jedi ones from Walmart, I think. Yeah. But then that breaks up the cut that breaks up the racetrack. I don't hate that. I prefer that to covering up the Luke art. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd still just just scoot it over. Just tap yeah. it in a little bit. Just move it over make, just a little bit. Make it bit. a little smaller. How big does it legally have to be? You know? Yeah. No kid's going to die <laughs> from choking on that orb. You know, they're going to be fine. Oh man, smash cut to six months from now. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed that uh, the figure on display at Comic Con did not have a VC number on the back. It was not covered up. It just was simply not present. Which you know what? Um, this actually is, and I mentioned this on the live stream. I think it's the only normal kind of carded uh, Hasbro vintage collection figure outside of carbonized to not have any numbering whatsoever on it uh that's not counting like the droids or the ewoks ones that didn't have numbers on them but they were a different style of card uh the hasbro or the haslab figures have all had a different naming convention we'll see what happens uh with the current haslab but yes this one just has no numbering system um and i'm okay with that because it's an oddity uh and it's a parks thing you know it's not everybody's cup of tea uh maybe it should be i don't should be. i don't should think be. it shouldn't it's be delicious so, yeah. tea so it is it's wonderful so yeah. uh, it's like lewis made it um <laughs> is that offensive i don't know uh, love tea over there i don't know yeah i don't know so i'm not too bothered about it i know exactly where i'm gonna put it in my numbering system so i'm okay with it and it's kind of just put it wherever you want um especially since there are so many 
doubled up numbers at this point. Who cares? So put it wherever you it's want. All, it's all a mess. It's all in shambles anyway. Yeah. But so. uh, yeah, because even the comic Boba Fett ones, those are all in the Kinder one. Those are all numbered, right? Yep. So it's kind of, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. The, the Welcome to the vintage collection where the numbering <laughs> doesn't matter and makes no sense. Collect them all, which may be more or less than the actual number uh, given. Yeah, we're on VC. We're circling, getting close to VC 300. We've actually got a, a reveal of one that's past 300. And uh, there are more than 300 some figures, uh, far more in the line, too, if you want to yes. go by all the things that have been released under the Vintage Collection umbrella. And I guess while we're on the topic, they did mention people asked about it in the Q&A and they said, yeah, there'll be something special for VC 300. Starkiller was kind of nothing special. They realized that he's a cool character, but could have been really any number. Uh, they intentionally put the emperor as number 200. So I guess, you know, they're probably doing something special for 300, whether it appears a couple waves late or whatever. Um, yeah, but they did call it out as something they have their eyes on. It was nice to hear that. Cause I'm so used to folks just kind of, uh, I know we've had discussions too, with folks in the community that are just like, yeah, I don't think they care We're we make a bigger deal out of it than they do. But it was kind of nice to hear Patrick and Chris talk about, Oh yeah, no, we have something special planned for that, you know, in the Q and A's and then at the panel, I think, did they call it out at the panel too? Um, I don't know if they did. Okay. They, they brought up the VC numbers of the figures they revealed at the panel though. Yeah. Which um, they always do in these live events. I noticed that on the images that they show on the screen, they put the VC number on the bottom, but not in the press assets. And then, so what was the issue with this one? They noticed that, uh, I think the bib Fortuna and then another character are doubled up the Colts. Yeah. This, right? this year's VC number mess up is the Walmart exclusive <laughs> Colts and the pulse exclusive pack in carded, uh, Bib Fortuna Tatooine from the Book of Boba Fett, aka the Mandalorian, and also why Tatooine because he's always on Tatooine, except for that one time in the Clone Wars where he's not on Tatooine. But oh my god! Yes. <laughs> so yes, yeah, um, and, and yeah, it sucks. But yeah, as we're going over the questions for the Q and A, we realize that it's always on exclusive figures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like you know, uh, the Walmart Mando shares a number with an Amazon Clone Trooper, and uh, the two Walmart figures have the same number the mando and the incinerator trooper stuff like that so i don't know if it's like they need to tighten up the exclusive figures a little bit maybe they're being developed like separately from each other i don't know yeah it does sound like and they they got asked that a bunch and it does sound like that they i got the impression that they legitimately are also a little irritated that that happens because it doesn't look good on them it makes them look a little sloppy and that's hard especially on a collector first line where it's like they pride themselves on the details well that's a little yeah. detail and it's hard i get it i'm you know i'm a copy editor by trade it's things can fall through the cracks yeah but i don't know I, I i'm i'm bothered by it but it's bothering me in a way that i can live with <laughs> yeah. so it, it yeah but i i, I just want to say for anyone who's concerned about that you know in the q a chris mentioned you know if, if we reissued them we'd probably fix it and i think i did an okay job of just saying yeah so nah. yeah that'd be great but don't do it at the expense of anything else like <laughs> not it's not necessary like don't take up a mainline slot like we i like to be I, I didn't hear you say captain hauser's name but it was very strongly implied speaking of captain hauser we i forgot in the mail call but look what yeah. i got my opener oh, captain my hauser oh is what it a great figure is uh, it different no, than the other one <laughs> not at all not in the Love slightest. It. I also got my uh, slightly updated Weequay, so I'll have to check that out at some point, but haven't done I it yet. I also got that too. 
Oh my God. Honestly, Stunning. I'm sorry to derail. I like this figure it's quite a, a bit. It's a good figure. Even though it's got swivel hips or whatever, like, you know what? I was able to get some fun poses out of it. Yeah, it's of course, fine. I prefer modern articulation, but. He's totally fine. So, yeah, and I, I've given you crap about the numbers because I personally am not a. That doesn't scratch my itch, the number yeah. stuff, so much. It doesn't bother me as much as it does a lot of people, but I'm more bothered with things like slight minute differences between animated and live action uh, appearances. Hey, speaking of which, <laughs> next Let's up. Let's jump in. Yes, they revealed a couple of figures from the Ahsoka series. Uh, both a literal couple, not a literal couple, but you know, couple meaning two. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep explaining. Maybe it'll make less stars. sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I ship them. Why not? Uh, yeah. But anyway, they're both going up for pre-order on August 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Oh yeah, Chewie is not going up for pre-order. He'll just show up at some point. And then we'll all say, oh, that came out, and then it'll oh, be gone from the parks. And never uh, no, I think Chewie is going up for pre-order. Uh, was that November 1st or whatever? That'll uh, be think- order, because Shop Disney doesn't put anything up for pre-order. They just put it up for order. Okay. So that'll be Shop Disney. They said Shop Disney in November and then fall in the parks at some point. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, so it'll uh, probably show up in the parks like a month before it goes up on Shop And then Disney. I'll, I'll weigh driving down to Anaheim from Los Angeles uh, too many times. Yeah. Speaking and of, there's a new droid. I would like you to get it for me. Jim. Yes, yes, the so. Frankenstein droid. I forget, I forget that's not on the uh, not on the outline, so I forgot about it. But I love it, and I'll we'll look into it for you. <laughs> but anyway, back to the Ahsoka and my lovely, amazing uh, segue that I totally didn't screw up forty times. Uh, it's Sabine. It's Deluxe Sabine Wren. Yes, yes. First yes. time she has ever been in the vintage collection. A very popular uh, March Madness choice, along with the rest of the Rebels Ghost crew. Uh, the third 3.75 inch figure of her overall. They made animated uh, five POA versions of her season one and season two looks in the uh, Rebels and Rogue One line looks. I only have the one from Rogue One. What? Uh, that was which season, one was that? Was that season, season two? two? Yeah. Okay. I think that's the better figure. The first one didn't even have a, a, a separate head. So this one comes with both lit and unlit versions of uh, Ezra's lightsaber, which we, she has modified a bit, a pair of blaster pistols. Uh, a spray gun for all her painting, her vandalism, a messenger bag, a loth cat with an articulating head, and the biggest damn helmet you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, that is some, that's the, some space balls level. <laughs> the animated season two figure from six, seven years ago looks yeah. fine. It's a little big, but it looks totally fine. I don't know what happened that they just can't do removable helmets if they're not completely bald anymore. Yeah um with this you know uh and multiple times i think they were asked multiple times and i asked them as well during our q a about you know this is a deluxe figure um the helmet is frankly just really big i I did feel bad i've you know i always feel bad when i say something negative directly to them it's it's harder when you're looking at someone in well as a human talking person to someone as talking a human to yeah yeah um i feel bad but again you know we're paying 28 bucks for this thing that's marketed as deluxe and i get it um you know, they, they have their reasons for it. So Chris said that they opted for removable helmet on this because we see Sabine put the helmet on and off. And that's a major part of the playability. And or that whatever. was, that was the same reason given when we asked about Axe Wolves as yeah. if, but, but, yeah. but they also seem to wear that it was not, you know, super awesome. Uh, <laughs> and they mentioned that, you know, future releases of Sabine, you know, there's no reason we couldn't do swappable heads is what they said. Yeah. So, and people have pointed out like it's the same basic design, um, the helmet in the shows as the Bo-Katan style, like night owl helmet, mm. female Mandalorian helmet. 
Um, and on both Bo and uh, Casca Reeves, they had swappable helmets and heads, which yeah. were the same. You know, they put their helmets on and off just as many times as Axe Woves from season two. So I don't know why he got the privilege of having a giant helmet and they didn't. Yeah. Um, but it does sound like they're open to the feedback. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll probably put up some polls and try to get some get some numbers, some yeah. data so that, you know. Do you want, do people prefer swappable or swappable heads or do they want removable helmets is, do you want the playability? Do you want the accuracy? That was kind of the argument there. Personally, I know where I fall on that one. Swappable heads all day, but I know, John, you take issue with those in the, in the bubbles. Well, sometimes so. I don't, I don't always hate it. It's, you know, a little for exaggerated for comedic effect, but I, I do like removable. I think like the, it's a good new, idea. It's a, in theory, it's a fine idea, but I think I like the removable helmets, uh, when they work, mm-hmm. which up until like the last year, they always kind of were fine. Like in some cases, the heads were super small or the helmets were oversized, but there were plenty of examples of them working just fine, in my opinion. So I don't know why they had to kind of completely overshoot, overshoot the size of this. Like, yeah, even it's, it's the, as uh, big as her torso, man. It's huge. Like, we, like, are, I'm not understating how big this thing is, man. Like, even on the new Death Star 2 Vader, like his head is a little bit slimmed down, which I know some people thought mess with the portrait or whatever but the helmet looks fine when it's on the head the head looks fine without the helmet yeah so it can be done it's an incredible figure otherwise other than that helmet it is an incredible figure like wow in fact i think it has more uh more articulation than the black series version yes yes that's true because it was actually mentioned a while ago in some zbrush summit that black series figures would no longer have the thigh cut and articulations That kind of slid under the radar, like, because it didn't happen for a long time. Yeah, and it took a while to actually show up on figures, but uh, now it finally did with the uh, Ahsoka series figures revealed at uh, Comic-Con. For Black Series, yes. Yeah, so Sabine is actually more articulated than the Black Series version, which is kind of funny. Even though she has the Black Series figures helmet, it would appear. Um, (laughs) Anyway, now to get in some different kind of minutiae. This is based on her live action appearance, which is also supposed to be the same outfit she wears at the end of Rebels in the season four epilogue. There are some differences. I compared them before doing this. It sort of takes cues from her other various looks. So um, I know this is not super great or compelling to talk about in an audio <laughs> format, but I will also be showing this as posts on at SWTVC on Instagram. Uh, all to say, they're clearly going to have more Sabines in the line with minimal tooling here and there, but yeah, and jetpacks and. Things like yeah. that, different hair colors, and yeah. There's one thing that I'll mention about Sabine later for sure, but how you just mentioned it, all they need to do is tool up one new torso. Um, and that's something that Hasbro seems to be willing to do to get a lot of mileage out of other stuff like they've done with um, Piet, uh, Jared, yeah. and uh, another upcoming reveal we'll talk about. So just my just redoing a chest and using all the other pieces pretty much to mix and match and make a bunch of different new looks or new characters. It can be done. It can be done, and it most assuredly will be done. But it wasn't done in the case of this next reveal, which was yes. Ahsoka from Ahsoka. Uh, it's the exact same figure as VC two twenty two from last year, but now she has a new card and is a new VC number to boot two ninety seven. Are you bothered that she has a new number? Not in the slightest. Do you wish she had the same no, number? No, God, no, because it's a different <laughs> card. Uh, it's for a different media sure. property. It's a couple years later. I, I'm actually. 
as silly as it is, and it's the same exact figure one, that's a that's a bomb figure, dude. I it's love that figure. figure. I have it in my office at work. It's one of the few I have there. Um, and yeah, as a person who does like being a carded collector, I'm really excited and happy to have Ahsoka, the you know titular character from the show. Mm-hmm available hopefully sooner rather than later but on that card it's it it means something to me even though it's not exactly what i would have liked i would have liked to have seen at least maybe a new wrist uh system on this figure uh maybe you know uh updated head sculpt with new leku or maybe some slightly different things or pack in that robe that was previously paywalled in the deluxe set from walmart that would have been a great thing or her lightsaber hilts, you know, something to set it apart. That's what kind of bothers me about yeah. this figure. But otherwise, happy to have a carded sample at least. And definitely an opener like I just did with Hauser for no yeah. reason. <laughs> God, um, dude, I'm a sucker. And so. if, if people don't compare these things as closely as we do, uh, why we're asking for a new head sculpt with different Leku and Montrals is that they sized them up uh, for her uh, series. A little bit for Book of Boba Fett too, I guess. But It's like an Mandal- incremental easing us into it. Yeah, yeah. Because in Mandalorian, they had her head tails were a lot smaller, a little bit more like her earlier uh, Clone Wars appearances. Less, they didn't want to go as crazy as Shock T, because um, they, they kind of said, you know, you'd just be distracted looking at that, not paying attention to Rosario's performance. And also fair, the stunt work they have to do. So yeah, also the stunt work. Yeah, so fair enough. But I think they they've got a much better uh, medium in the images and videos from the upcoming series. I assume we'll get another Ahsoka, maybe. I have no idea, but, you know, she has another outfit that we've seen in the trailers, so hopefully they'll do that as well. Maybe a Rebels version as well. Anyway, she should be coming soon sometime this fall. She's in the wave after the Cad Bane wave, which also includes uh, previously revealed figures. Luke Skywalker Jedi Academy, the Grand Inquisitor, another Rebels character in a live-action form. A couple figures who were totally shown (laughs) off on card backs at Comic-Con yet again before Hasbro realized they were visible to everyone. And this will be the last time that we get that. So. The last time ever. So savor it, people. Yep, because they're changing the backs of cards. That's it. Yes, yes. But uh, we're getting Morgan Elsbeth and the HK-87 Assassin Droid, two characters that first appeared alongside live-action Ahsoka in her debut episode of The Mandalorian, though these versions appear to be based on their looks in the Ahsoka series, from what we can tell in these tiny, tiny, grainy images. Um... Yeah, not a lot to say on this now, but I'm I'm pretty excited though. That's that's nice to see more figures from that yeah, show. Absolutely, yeah. They're kind of building out the world of the Mandalorian, but built, definitely building out the world of the Ahsoka series. The HK87 is an all-red version from the uh trailers. There most assuredly will be repaints with different soft goods, uh capes and cloaks, whatever they're all wearing. They're all got a little bit of different fashion. I love when a droid has some fashion sense, but uh I think we chatted about how it would actually be kind of a neat uh, troop builder pack is a couple different mm-hmm. paint variations of those. But For also sure. if you have the rescue or is it the rescue set? Yeah. The rescue set. Uh, yeah. You can take the Beskar spear yes. from that set and give it to her to have her fight Ahsoka. It's also to coming in recreate the, uh, that episode. It's also coming in the Mando uh, figure in the in one as well. If you're going to open that, but anyway, this wave has one more character that was shown and put up for pre-order. I'm sure Tyler has already said it all about this guy, but it's, BC-296 Grand Admiral Thrawn. Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? He's right here in the Vintage Collection. <laughs> He's coming to our collections. Yes. Uh, we talked about him as a pipeline. You talked about him on the stream, I'm sure. But I'll just say it's interesting that he has the animated head sculpts, very similar to Black Series, uh, which we knew. Not animated, but like, you know, as if they took Realistic, the animated. yeah. Turned into a real guy. But before they cast him, 
I don't know. We knew that we knew this from when they announced him the celebration, but all the other Rebels characters they've announced have had likenesses based on the actors playing them in the Ahsoka series. So now he's kind of an outlier. It's nice to get him with the series, but it would have been the cherry on top to have him just looking like Lars Mikkelsen. I'm sure that will come at some point sooner rather than later with the exact same body looks like because his outfit is the exact same. How do you feel about it where there's no ifs, ands, or buts now that the animated characters are getting animated images on their card backs? Now there's no, you know, it's not like the original Anakin, Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan card backs from VC 1.0 where they were realistic interpretations or anything or realistic art. These are just from the, from the character of the character model from the show. Yeah, I'm not thrilled just for consent i don't mind it i think it looks good in and of itself but for consistency's sake it does bother me that bothers me more than any number inconsistencies maybe i'm nuts no dude that's fair i don't i don't agree with you but yeah i get you so like i mean what really bugs me like i said before that the three arc troopers it was a transition through those arc troopers yep one was a realistic uh you know a photoshop of tamura morrison on an animated body or a, a a drawing of one that was realistic and then the one that was like kind of in between and then just a straight up uh, screenshot from Clone Wars. And then when Lewis asked Emily about this at Celebration, it was kind of like, no, these are supposed to be like realistic interpretations of the images. And then it was like, well, yeah, it's supposed to be, but it's definitely not. And uh, now we're just <laughs> past the point of no return, but whatever. Yeah. Hey, so man, at least I'm we just happy start- we have Rebels. I am too, but now we can... You know, at least with Rebels, it's all it'll all be the same kind of thing other than the other ones that are coming up. But those are they're all animated in some way. It's strange. I don't know. We can start fresh with Rebels is all animated, whatever, whatever. I'm trying not to freak out about it. It's all right. It's, we're totally fine. <laughs> they're but, refreshing the back of the card style. So why not just accept that? This sure. is kind of like a soft TVC 3.0 almost. Oh, God, don't even go there, I guess. <laughs> but uh yeah, so anyway, there was a couple more figures shown as well that are from the following wave, which also has R5-D4, starting with BC-299 Previsla, the man who almost beat Chris Santin in the 2022 SWTVC March Madness anyway. Hmm. Yeah, um, that was fascinating. <laughs> shockingly close, but uh, as we've said before, this is based on his Clone Wars Season 4 and 5 appearance. The Season 2 appearance with the cape was released as an animated style figure, so it's nice to finally get this version. And the figure itself is obviously uh, based on the Clone Wars Mandalorian figures from last year, as he very well should be. It's a great figure. And he's dressed the exact same, but he's got a new jetpack, head sculpt, and helmet, which looks totally fine as a removable helmet, which proves they can do it if there's not a single hair on the character's head. Otherwise, it's just going to over. It's not going to be slightly oversized. It's going to be just incredibly massive every time. Yeah, being bald, man. It's a plus. It is a plus. Makes your action figure more accurate. <laughs> Gonna have to bust out the razor and see what it's like, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> nature's taking care so, of it for me. So <laughs> very strange. Uh, yeah, they did reveal it the same day as the Black Series one, and this one looks significantly better because the Black Series is using a shoes on the other foot. Now they're using the Jango sculpt from 2014, which is way outdated. I just think of the, because as Black Series fans have been I, rightfully complaining about use of an out-of-date sculpt for that, or an out-of-yeah, base sculpt, I just think of what is it, I don't even know what it's from, but the James Franco with yeah. the noose, you know, just like, <laughs> mm, first time. Yeah. yeah, man, welcome to the show. <laughs> now, no one can tell us that we can't be sad that we don't have an Ewok Leia that's not from 1997, yeah. uh, Ewok Village Leia, yeah, so... 
God. But looks great. Oh, yeah. One other thing I didn't write was that uh, this Darksaber has a lot of like white of painted effects on the side, which I think looks really nice and neat. And it's uh, different to how they've been doing it so far in Vintage Collection. Yep. We talked about that on the live stream. Well, so I didn't know that. I remember nothing about yes. it. And I'm a yes. passive listener and participant. In I will this say stuff, things so. that were already said. Yeah. And you're just going to listen. You're going to hit 30 this seconds forward. This is the podcast that was to. a live stream. Yes, They're different, different things. Events, yeah. Different things. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, next up, the final figure reveal of the day was Darth Revan, VC301, skipping right over VC300. All new, tip to toe. He almost had a chance to be uh, double the original VC number he was assigned, which was yes. going to be VC150, <laughs> uh, which, That's right. again, bullying works. Just kidding. But fan feedback <laughs> on that was like, hey, don't repack that 2007 salt shaker. Uh, that's a Happy Meal toy. We would like an actual proper figure that belongs in the vintage yes. collection. So. And it's actually based on the actual character, not a yes. fan design from Deviant Art or whatever. Which uh, I noticed that one of the press images, like one of the promo images of that figure is with the hood down to yeah. showcase the helmet and the oh. mask that it's like, <laughs> look, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, I believe it was John Miko and Augustine who asked if they could repaint this figure as a Jedi Revan, much like they did in the Black Series. Hasbro team noted that it was a good idea, which when they say it like that, that's Hasbro speak for it. Yeah, that's already planned. and It's obviously coming. Which means something I asked about is probably coming. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, there's different variations of good idea of like, yeah. you know, I think they told somebody else, I'm not sure which one it was, but it was reported that somebody asked, are the Bad Batch coming? And they're like, yeah, we'd like to do all the Bad Batch. And yeah. then that was taken as gospel of, oh my God, they're all pipeline for the next wave. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like to have a complete Kinder collection. I'd like to have Similu in my collection, but it doesn't mean it's happening. Okay. You could in retro probably. <laughs> That's very likely. Um, and yeah, we talked about the new slash old style card backs on this but they begin in this wave which sure fine it doesn't have the other figures in the wave on the back anymore but it has the still has an entire half dedicated to legal gumpf as uh, Bosk's bounty tim calls it um but it has finally the return of uh, character bio which we haven't seen in a long time since i guess the phantom menace wave reverted or converted to the new version of the new style without any uh that was in the, the VC70s, right? Yeah. It's been quite a while then. Yeah, um, man. That's so yeah. I think I think I mentioned it to Chris too, where it's nice to have that extra splash of color, you know, mm -hmm. just on shelves in our collections, depending on how you display stuff. I know that I have stuff that kind it's like kind of my shelves are six figures deep, but even then you get the kind of even the reflection of more color. Sure. Uh character bios more interesting as much as I love to look at other figures. Uh you know, that's, that's yeah. cool. Um, you have it written down here about how I asked them about how in 1.0, yeah. they would include um, kind of a history of the line where they would put uh, older figure, a photo of the older figure, the first version of that figure of that character on the back, kind of like a history to celebrate the history. I asked Chris about that. Um, obviously, Revan didn't have his 2007 figure on the back uh, of the card so chris was probably like what do they want the old figure or the new figure come on uh <laughs> but yeah he, he said it's not off the table they're not doing it now but it's not off the table um and i think yeah i think that's encouraging that that they are at least they at least have that in mind and i think it could be interesting yeah. for certain important things especially so, yeah like if because i know 1.0 wasn't perfect with it either they messed it up a few times yeah i mean it started as like a direct sh directly showing like on the empire strikes back where they started tvc 1.0 
it would show the original 1980 figure and then yeah you flip it around and see the the new figure basically kind of to show the evolution the fact that yeah the evolution the fact that they are paying homage to older figures in the line but then you get yeah immediately maybe they don't want to do that because they repack some old figures like yeah hey remember this chewbacca here's a picture of it on the back (laughs) (laughs) yeah we probably need to avoid that yeah but yeah it looks nice i still wish they could uh, condense some of the legalese a little bit i would like Again, in the 1.0, the, the top had the bio and the nice splash of color and the history. That the bottom had runner. the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and the With bottom had, uh, yeah, they had the other product and stuff. So it would have been nice if they could do that, but they can't. Anyway, we got a couple of multi packs: one vintage, one retro. Uh, the vintage one is the Imperial Officers. I'm sure it's already been said, but eat me. It includes Admiral <laughs> Piet with his Empire Strikes Back Admiral badge. Our long national nightmare is over. I'm sure this was. Uh, gone into in great great detail by Tyler. Yeah, it actually was. It was exhausting. Um. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> um, uh, next up is Admiral Mahdi from A New Hope, who is missing the silver boxes on his belt. The is only it, one in this set not to be wearing gloves, huh? Is it Mahdi or Modi? Uh, I always thought it was Mahdi. I always said Mahdi, but I've been hearing people say Modi, and I don't think that's correct. I'll default to however you say it. I was I saying Modi to fit in, but might uh, be. But uh, I gotta watch the uh, Conan clip where either Conan or Jordan Schlansky asked George Lucas uh, what Admiral Modi's name was, and he said it was Conan Antonio Modi. Maybe he said Modi. I don't know. But um, kind of like when he said Stu John was Obi Wan's planet when John Stewart asked him, and uh, and then General Tag is the other one. I, I always thought it was Taggy because in the credits. It's T-A-G-G-I, but in all the books and everything, it's T-A-G-G-E, and I think it's supposed to be pronounced tag, but uh, the credits say taggy. Oh, we're going down the pronunciation rabbit hole again. I love to live in it. Uh, we should be in the rank badge uh, rabbit hole instead right now. So yep. And code cylinder. Yes, and so Admiral Mahdi is so close to being able to be reused for Vice Admiral Rampart from the Bad Batch, but he's one code cylinder shy. He's got one on the right, two on the left. He should have two on both rampart but we're so close we're so close uh the set also has two randos both of whom have the holster and the lower skirt from thrawn uh one in the gray suit uses the exact same chest sculpt from return of the jedi admiral piet three over three rank badge one code cylinder in his left pocket wait right yeah uh i don't know whatever um it's an audio medium it doesn't yes his left yes (laughs) his left looking at it it's on the right i don't know stage right Yes. Stage left, and then yeah. the one in the white suit, however, do, uh, appears to be a debut of the torso that will be used for director Krennic with his six over six rank badge and one code cylinder in each pocket. It's kind of hard to see the silver on white, but he's an ISB guy, it would appear to be, or whatever other rank was all white suit. Was that the one that folks were saying is also identical if they just gave it a different head sculpt? Uh, they could do it as a gaming great because it would be, is it Admiral Versio from yeah. uh, Battlefront 2? Yeah, it's similar to him. It's also, I saw some people saying it looks kind of like Blevin from Andor, but it's not quite close. I sort of wish, I don't know, and we've gone back and forth on whether or not these sets, a lot of the unnamed, or a lot of the unmasked uh, sets have two named characters, like Captain Antilles and Pelos Grambus, or um, the two Hoth guys, and then they have some other, some new characters, so that it's not just all British men from the 19, white British dudes from the 70s. Um, to have a little uh, diversity in the line, um, which is fine. But now, you know, there's so many other new Imperial officers. I sort of would have preferred if they just gave us some 
some people say named characters should always be on card. I say if you're going to do it, just give us characters. Like I don't know when else we're going to get Andor Imperial officers. So it would have been would have been cool. Would have been nice. But I'll, I'll take these guys. They can mill about in the background of the ISB building, whatever. It's like yeah, you could give them the specific head sculpts, but they're all so generic anyway. You know that I've, yeah. to me, they could. I'm sure that's insane to some people but it's to sure. me it's kind of different than like waxer being in the 212 like in a trooper trooper like you know the uh having one that has specific deco on them that sets them apart from the rank and file so it's kind of hard to just build you know a platoon when you have to then get several of the one that you can't use in it so sure Three of them have hats, and in the panel, I think they they called out swappable hats. I guess it sort of sounded like they said swappable heads. But if you really want to mix and match the heads, I guess you can have Admiral Piet Pri a New Hope when he's only got one line on his rank badge. I don't know. Do what you want with these figures, but they can all wear wacky hats as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you also asked about the hats, right? Yes, yes, I did. Where because they're just so uh, some of the helmets. I I don't know. They're so they big. We honestly, talked about it before. I, I think that's one hill that I don't know if I'd die on is the hats. I think they look I don't fine either. to me. I they I, they don't actually look too bad in person for me. I know photographing them can be a little bit different. We've talked about yeah, that before, agree, how yeah. some of these figures look a little off when you photograph them, but in hand they look amazing. Um, but yeah, they just mentioned something about logistically with, you know, the uh the wall thickness of of you know making them uh you can only make them so thin, which some people are not totally convinced by and i don't know but ultimately i think it was kind of there too where they asked the question of, well do you want the removable hat or do you want a sculpted on hat or whatever but i don't know that's another thing we can probably just ask around for and and see what folks general opinions are yeah and i know tyler would say because captain nita the legacy collection figure had a removable hat that his head was kind of smaller also again yes but the hat was much much smaller my personal opinion on this while I like removable helmets when they work, I think I don't need Piet to be able to take his hat off. I'm not a customizer, so I don't need it for other figures. I'd rather have one figure that looks perfect instead of the ability to make 100 figures that all look like they have giant hats. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I wear a hat all the time. I never take it off, <laughs> not even in the bedroom. So, like, it's hats all the time. So, I don't need Much removable like, hats on my figures if I won't do it in my life. So I'll give a slight spoiler warning for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. He also... Uh, keeps his hat on in the bedroom, apparently. Anyway. That's where the similarities of me and Indiana Jones <laughs> end. Uh, all right. So one more multi-pack, one more reveal before we get into the pipelines in the HasLab. And retro collection. We know retro is divisive among our followers, but they revealed a retro collection, Return of the Jedi six-pack. Do you want to run them down real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the set includes the Gamorrean Guard, Admiral Akbar, Wicket, Yakface, the Emperor's Royal Guard, and debuting Mon Mothma. Yes, the third original trilogy character debut in the line, I believe, after Tarkin and Snowspeeder Luke. Yep. Boy, wouldn't that card look nice in TVC with scuff marks that are not intended to be there. We'll probably get the scuff marks either way, but... Uh, <laughs> um. Also, uh, another thing to note is that the Black Series and the Retro Collection have both gotten the Royal Guard image from 1983, while Vintage Collection in 2012 updated it to a different image. And as I've said, both were used on Black Series this year, and the Retro gets the original as well. So I can be pretty pleased to get the original 1983 one in Vintage Collection as well. You please, know, 
that's really I think you really just hit on the charm of this podcast is fixating on these completely yeah. trivial things. And well, see, I am I, so guilty of it that it's like these little details are so small, so yes. seemingly insignificant. And yet, damn, dude, to someone they're going to drive them crazy. Uh, Twin Suns collecting. We're so sorry <laughs> that you're having to deal with this Imperial Royal Guard image. I do like, uh, we, we've had on like five different little OCD anal retentive uh, things in this podcast. Half of which I, I don't, half of which I don't care about and you care so much about and half of which you could not care less about and I care so much about, which is, ju- it just shows that you can't please anybody ever. Nope, Hasbro, we're sorry, but <laughs> I'm not going to edit any of it out. It's all going to stay in. You're all yes. going to be listening to it. So uh, buckle up. Uh, we've been going for an hour and we haven't even talked about the Hazlab properly. Oh my God. So. Yeah. Just go back it. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah. Um, Got some pipelines as well, of course. Speaking of a character we mentioned earlier, yes. movable helmets. So Axe Woves from season three. Um, I don't know if we've said on the show, he in season two, he has actually a repaint of Din's original uh, Durasteel or whatever it is, armor which is a slightly unique uh, look. And it's also similar to the uh, Death Watch Mandalorians from the live action uh, flashback. Um, in season three, he gets a more traditional looking Boba Fett style armor. Um, so maybe they'll just use the, uh, again, the Clone Wars uh, body for that, which they could also use for the Mandalorian fleet commander who was already revealed for Black Series. So uh, we kind of know what he will look like. Um, and then season three versions of Mando and Grogu which I know in the live stream you said we don't need, but I need every version of the main characters of everything. I didn't so say, I say we why don't not? need them. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. That was Tyler's list. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how the season... Wait, Mando gets some more gear at the end of season three, but I sort of doubt that they're going to include that already. Um, and Grogu has a darker, sleeker pram in season three, so... I do I'm, want I'm, that I'm happy to, Yeah, I'm happy to see that. Floating around in the minds of Mandalore on that thing, I'll put him next to R5-D4 in the end one. It'll look pretty awesome um don't know what they can do with mando fix the hips maybe i don't know yeah that's really the only thing the next two are going to compete for peg warmer of the century i love them both yeah they already two figures two figures that uh did not sell particularly well from the black series walmart exclusives in 2015 and 2016 respectively yes uh it's finn from the force awakens and cassian andor from rogue one both of which were confirmed through later q a's to be just photoreal repacks of those figures. Currently in development, maybe there's a chance for some differences. Yeah. But as it stands right this minute, it's just going to be the old figures with new face paint. I tried to encourage them to at least pack Finn with the lightsaber to make him slightly yeah. more interesting. I think and that, is, that yeah, might have been part of why he lacked appeal on shelves, because he was marketed as the guy with the lightsaber. And yeah. yet... In those Force Awakens toy Force Awakens toy lines, we did not have a good guy with a lightsaber sold. Yeah, and uh, yeah, because they were still waiting to show that Ray had the lightsaber until after the movie came out and all that. And there, but there were plenty of fins on the shelf already, and then the Walmart Black Series one showed up. And I, so we've talked about it before. Like I do really want Finn in the vintage collection. He's on my top twenty-five in the yeah same. Um, you know, we've been looking at the indoor Han Solo figure, thinking, wow, actually they could reuse most of this for a, a Rise of Skywalker Finn. Hasbro, if you're listening, I don't know. He does need different boots, but if they're not going to make accurate boots for Han, I don't think they're going to make accurate boots for Finn. They just He just needs new forearms for the gauntlets. He needs a new vest. He obviously needs a new head sculpt. And then he's fine, in yeah. my opinion. Rise of Skywalker Finn, we're like 75% of the way there. Yeah. I would really prefer that over uh, another repack of that Finn figure. 
I don't find it as bad as every, a lot of people do. The articulation is outdated on the legs. Doesn't ever rock her ankles, I don't think. That now, though, brings us down to uh, of sequel characters that do have modern articulated, but modern for 2015. Uh, there were several in that Walmart Black series line. Most they've been they've actually repacked most all of those or reissued because some of them were TVC figures uh, from 1.0. In that line, they've reissued almost all of them since in 2.0. Um, but we don't have Starkiller base Han Solo in his blue jacket, the uh, Broomhilda ugly Princess Leia, <laughs> um, Rose, and the uh, First Order Stormtrooper Executioner. I think are yep. the only four sequel characters that do exist in super articulated format that have not been brought into the vintage collection now. So not that they'd sell correct. well, whatever. We all know that I'm filthy and horrible and <laughs> would want them, but I get it. I suck, but I want well, it them, is, so. No, no. But it's interesting that they would, yeah, dip their toe back in the waters with a figure who already didn't sell that well the first time. That this, That's what hurts me the most is uh, this figure's gonna fail. Well, because, yeah, they haven't had a sequel trilogy figure in a couple of years since really since the Rise of Skywalker. So this was like, they could have just, it's like if they want to dip their toes in the sequel thing, I mean, it, it should have been Kylo Ren. Uh, I know yeah. that would have required more tooling, but I wondered, dude, yeah, you can't issue this and then just be like, Oh, it failed. So obviously nobody wants, it. it's like, ah, but nobody wants it. Mm. Yeah. I could rant about this. I'm not going to, it's, <laughs> it hurts my feelings a little bit, but. That's a strange choice. Oh, one positive thing is that in the Celebrate the Saga set, they did give photo reel to the 5POA Last yeah. Jedi Finn, and that was a really nice update. That head looks really good on him. I did a head swap on those. So. Nice. So you're all set already. But Yeah, but I'll still buy it. Yes. <laughs> I'll buy a case of it just to put my money where my mouth is. So. And then as far as Cassian, uh, he was already brought into Vintage Collection in like the second or third wave of 2.0. Wave I believe he 2. And he hit Ollie's also. Like I saw a lot of those in images at Ollie's. Yep. Because again, yeah, that one there. that one didn't sell super well when it was in the Black Series. There's renewed interest in Cassian. Maybe we just got his newer, much better figures in Vintage Collection from his series. But let's also just remember too, just for a little bit more context, all those t- uh, Black Series three and three quarter inch um, figures from the phase three, like the red box line, that entire line was Walmart exclusive and it was distributed yeah. horribly. There were some places that got like 40 cases and places and some markets that just got zero or yep. like one and done. And it was just piled up randomly. There was no rhyme or reason yep. to the release strategy. So I saw stores ahead, like none. And then I would see stores ahead, a bunch of fins or Cassians. Yeah. But, uh, it's very strange. Um, so yeah, and we've seen people do head swaps with the Andor versions, even though his you know beard's not quite the same. So hopefully it look good with photo reel. Older figures don't always work with photo reel. There's like alignment issues because like now they sculpt like keys or like rectangles into the bottom of the ball socket on the head so they can like line them up properly. They didn't do that before they had photo reel. So it doesn't always work. And like the hair was painted, hair was sculpted with the head and not separate. So I if they could do a new head on Cassian, I'd prefer that. But they were, again, currently leaning towards um, not doing that. Another update I would like to see, and I've mentioned before when we were talking about the Dream Packs last summer, was his vest that he wears for a lot of the film over this exact outfit. Um, like when he's on the U-Wing and when he's on during the final battle on Scarif. Um, so that could be a nice update for him. But 
regardless, it would be nice to get because both Jin and Cassian Black Series figures uh, were repacked in vintage without photo reel, so we can at least get them with photo reel. Won't be perfect, but we'll be better. Hopefully, I don't know. So you know, we still need Bays and Bodhi, but maybe this is a good sign of things to come, or maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, last two pipelines, phase one clone trooper, obviously on the new clone body. Hopefully the helmet's nicer than the phase two one. Uh, we all knew it was coming. But this last and, one, though, is yes. super exciting for oh my many reasons. Long requested figure and most recently. The winner of this year's March Madness, number one last year. The fallen Jedi, the Sith Lord, Count Dooku himself. Finally, finally coming to the vintage collection. Finally, finally. Um, I was just happy that I got Chris to acknowledge that Tales of the Jedi was an actual thing that yes. happened and existed. <laughs> and I, that so that they were aware that, of it. That one did also feel a little bit like, yeah, we're aware. We're kind of because they could bake that in. I don't know that didn't do my due diligence on this, but they can reuse a lot of the parts. I'm sure at least the arms and legs for mm -hmm. Jedi Master Dooku. Yep. Maybe even the yep. torso. I don't know. That would be nice. He was on my top 25 in the Jedi nice. looks. So because I had yep. more faith in you the only get one live action look getting more votes anyway so i do yeah. want it as well we got a holiday special uh chewbacca before we got count dooku in the vintage collection but that's all right um oh boy <laughs> i could fall down that rabbit hole of getting a life day chewbacca instead before we got little leia before we got jedi legend obi-wan before we got force ghost qui-gon before we got force ghost anakin before we get a proper revenge hey, yeah i won't do that i could go on for a while i think he just did but mm -hmm. uh so it's nice to see, you know, Mando season three, finally, a couple of months after the season ended. A little sequel trilogy, maybe not the best figure they could have picked to get back in. Little Rogue One, little prequel, finally, a finally a movie to a prequel figure in the yeah. line. Um, next year, of course, is the 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace, which they are sort of celebrating with these retro pipelines, which were Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Darth Maul, Battle Droid, Jar Jar, Queen of Mandala. Presumably the red themed version that was shown in the image. And has not been made in 3.75 inch since the 2001 Power of the Jedi line. Can we get some love in TVC for the 25th anniversary? Or is it is Dooku a sign that they're kind of doing a general prequel celebration next year? I don't know, because they totally missed the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones, as we all harp on about. But we did a whole episode on that. Last reveal. Folks, it's the ghost. You already know about the ghost. But do they know they need to get it? Do they know they need to hashtag get the ghost? Hashtag get the ghost. Um, I don't have any notes about it. What do you think about it? Well, I'm curious about what you think about it, John, because I've already talked about how I'm super excited about it. I'm, I'm happy to have Rebels in the vintage collection. Uh, there's a lot riding on this, it seems. Um, it's an incredible vehicle. Like, it's just so awesome. Like, yeah, I backed four. So what do you think about it? <laughs> Can I ask why you backed four? Uh, one What's for the... me. Uh-huh. Another for me, uh, because I want, because it comes with carded figures, uh, yes. one at the base, uh, and then the three tier unlocks are Ezra, Kanan, and Zeb, and they come on cards too, uh, the mural from the finale of Rebels, uh, and they're in their season four looks, correct? Yes. I, I need those figures in my life. I feel like this is maybe the one shot at Kanan, uh, since he's presumably not appearing in any live action stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I needed two sets of those figures to open and whatever. And then I'm getting one to help out a buddy. And I was getting another one just in case. So why not? My feelings in general are obviously, as I said before, the ghost was my most wanted HasLab item. 
they didn't make it 10 years ago with the Rebels line nine years ago. Um, so I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I, I, I held off and I didn't get the preschool version of the ship. Um, this one looks incredible. I'm glad it's, you know, live action, but also celebrating Rebels. They didn't explicitly say it's the 10th anniversary uh, celebration, but it, it's coming out in the 10th year, uh, 10th anniversary of Rebels next year, which would be awesome. Um, as for the figures, yes, Hera is part of the base offering. It is her season four look. Uh, in the, they said some stuff about this in the Q and A uh, with various sites and in the text on the Haslab page, and in the panel. It's all a little different, but it seems like this isn't the only time we'll get these characters. But it's the only time we'll get these exact versions, these figures of them. Yeah. Um, I haven't done a deep dive yet, but I will do one along with Sabine on the page. But in the panel, Patrick said about Hera. Quote, this version of her costume is exclusive to HasLab. Won't ever get it anywhere else, so make sure to get it here. Um, as far as Ezra, he said, he comes with some HasLab exclusive details to this campaign. The torso is fully unique, tailored to the animation details. You can see that in his collar and striping. Uh, and Zeb and Kanan's season four looks were noted as being exclusive to this campaign, um, as well as Zeb's portrait expression. So perhaps if they do another Zeb, he'll have just a different expression. Um, but yeah, with Ezra, if you compare the hologram that you see for one shot in the trailer, two shots, um, the collar is much smaller, a hashtag smaller collar. <laughs> but um, um, my guess is they can reuse the entire rest of that figure for an, an Ahsoka version um, without the accessories, without the Biker Scout helmet, without the Loth Cat. Um, and obviously, and the card backs are not as being exclusive, as you said. So those those will definitely never come again. We're definitely getting Hera because it back today. So yep. gotta get gotta get at least these three. Complete the crew, gang. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I don't know what tooling they can reuse for season one versions of these characters, but just to circle back to the cards and the mural, it is heavily implied that if this thing hits the seventeen thousand backer threshold and beyond, it has been very heavily implied that the proper season four accurate Sabine and chopper would likely be getting added not to the has lab, right. but likely be things that they do to one support this giant purchase that we've made, but to complete the crew. And also yeah. sounds like complete the mural. Yes. Hashtag complete the mural. Let's get there. Once we get past 17,000, but yeah, they kind of mentioned people are like, okay, why aren't chopper and Sabine in this? Well, they revealed Sabine and her live action look. I think I'm sure they just kind of want to keep that special for right this minute. I'm sure, again, as we said, they can just do a, a few different parts and make all her other versions. And why not Chopper? Well, <laughs> there's nothing we can reveal at this time. Yes, but he is coming in the show. So put two and two together, folks. And at least we get a little bust. He is represented in the Phantom 2 with just the head. The head is removable. I don't think I've seen any pictures of it, uh, you know, actually taken out. But. Uh, it is removable. And there, as we've said before, there's already a great Disney Parks chopper. Um, if you don't have it, there he's coming again as the Frankenstein uh, Halloween figure. So buy that figure, all these great customizers. I'm sure they can do great things. Paint them in uh, Rebels colors. Why not? If you really want to. Thank you Probably. again for getting me that uh, original chopper yes, yes. all those years ago. Which is a great figure. It's a really good figure. It does Looks great on the do. card. Need one to open at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully, yeah, it was kind of hard to get. So hopefully Hasbro will do one sooner rather than later. I'm sure yeah. they will. So yeah. and repack them on the uh, mural card. Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. This is 
this is a really big shot in the arm that, you know, I needed for my enthusiasm for the line. Um, it's really great to see something from those darn cartoons that only the youths like <laughs> get, you know, a huge thing. And guess what? It backed. So whatever. Yeah. There, there you go. Many of the people that were out there just like, well, it wouldn't back like, you know, an Imperial shuttle would back. This would never back. Yeah. Guess yeah. what? Sorry. Reality. So like we did it. It's, I did it's, love that uh, Chris Somebody brought that up to Chris in the Q&A. Why isn't why wasn't this an Imperial shuttle? I wanted an Imperial shuttle. And he's like, we made that. We already had that fort. We did. We've been there, done that. But he said, you know, something along the lines of it's out there. It exists. We wanted to focus on something totally new, never before done, which personally, that's my favorite stuff to see in the line. I know a lot of things desperately need updates. I know, I know, I know. But yeah, yeah a ghost gets my motor running. Yeah, man. Hashtag get the ghost. <laughs> Hashtag get the ghost. Uh, yeah, they did mention that the Phantom One, which you just added to your collection, does not fit. Uh, I noticed that it has some like the ghost has some like pegs to plug into the Phantom Two. Yeah, which doesn't work for the Phantom One, but I'm sure you can you can kind of put it on the back. The weathering won't match, but um, no. But they know. said though that the Phantom One, they did keep that in mind, even though it was from a different toy line, is what they said. Um, it does scale properly. Okay. With the ghost and, you know, the Phantom 2. Yeah. You know, it's really nice to see all the enthusiasm around it. There's always going to be comments, not to dwell on the negativity. There's always going to be, no matter what you get, people are always going to say, well, why didn't it have more? Why wasn't it less expensive? Why isn't it easier for me personally to get this thing? I don't know, man. This is what they're able to get out at the price point they're able to do with the figures they're able to include. They're never going to do it again. I'm very enthusiastic about it. I'm very excited about it. I Seeing the Rebels figures finally in a realistic style and it, never having seen season three and four versions of these characters in any format, maybe Lego, I guess, but uh, never an animated figure, never in Black Series, um, which and these versions were the more requested versions in the March Madness. So hopefully a lot of people are happy to see these figures as well. And uh, yeah, it's just really exciting to see this doing so well so far. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled, man. I, I those figures, again, I, I I always put the figures first for myself, like how I collect and what I enjoy about collecting. Um, but this vehicle is absolutely incredible, and having the figures be part of it was really yeah. huge for me. Like that's yeah, that's what I love to see. Those are the most exciting things for me. Like with these Haslabs, when every when all the tears and the stuff is just figures. Like, yep, that was yeah. Sign me up, man. I'm in. Figures that we don't have, like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not just repacks of Gamorrean guards and uh, Slacious Crumbs on different cards and yeah, yeah, a Luke yeah. that we know you're going to make anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. been there, done that. Yep. It's nice to see a win for Star Wars Haslab again. Yeah, man. Again, it's successful. Vintage Collection is three for three on yep. backed Haslab. So now the game is... <laughs> Well, how far can we go? Can we unlock it all? Can we complete yes. the crew? You know, bring home Bridger. Uh, what was it? Clamor for Kanan. Uh, <laughs> zoom for Zeb. Uh, <laughs> we'll do all this cool stuff. Like, I, we'll get those. And and then again, sounds like if this is successful, they know, man, like what we've done podcast episodes about and John stuff mm -hmm. that you've, you've done on our Instagram page, how they support these Haslabs moving forward. And it sounds like they're ready they're ready to support yep. this if it's really as successful as we hope it can be. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously $500 is a lot, a lot of money. It is. It is. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to see people, you know, putting their money where their mouths are. Yep. I, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, I want Kanan and Ezra and Seb and Hera and the ghost and everything, but to actually, okay, here's your chance. 
sounds yeah. nice to see that people are, you know, showing up for it. <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of showing up for it, people showed up for a movie back in 1983 and it was called <laughs> Return of the Jedi. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Uh, someday I'll get these uh, transitions down. <laughs> Jeez. Just to continue the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary mini beats again, I've said multiple times that I am going to be sharing these uh, responses that we got on a prompt we put up back in May for the show. And I will be doing this on every live stream. I didn't do it during the last live stream and I apologize, but uh, try to get this and all the stuff that we do this year just to continue celebrating that awesome milestone for an incredible film, much beloved and well represented in the vintage collection. This one is from GA 1984 GA. So God 1984 God. Uh, me and my brother used to put on the VHS of return of the Jedi in the background while we re while we recreated the film with our action figures. The vintage Kenner line was quite sufficient for this, although having the barge back in 1984 would have helped. Great memories of a time when we were without a care in the world. Uh, Sorry, I just wanted to share that one because it's slightly tied into the HasLab theme. Yes, so, yes. Those dream items, you know? Yeah. And the ghost is a dream item, so. Do we want to check in on how many have backed since we started the pod? Let's do it, man. Let's circle back. You got that all refreshed? It's easier for you. Oh, they've gotten 35 more backers in the last I don't want to think about how long we've been doing it, but yeah. Hour and a half. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. So 8,375. Uh, 375 for life, baby! Woo! Yes, seriously, this community has really shown up for this uh, HasLab. It's awesome to see folks really kind of rallying around this. We've got, you know, the titans of TVC, the big pages. They're all doing their part to at least garner interest and share stuff. I know uh, for Lambda Zuckus is, is, are they the ones that are, is uh, doing the tracking spreadsheet so, yeah. of the day? That's awesome work. It's really cool to see that, um, you know, gratitude out there just to the camaraderie and the community that we all are in together as we rally around this and get the ghost. Yeah. Not just the big pages, but all the smaller pages, everybody just kind of showing enthusiasm, yes, getting yes, the yes. word out. Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to downplay any of that. No, no, not yeah. at all. Not at all. But yeah. yeah, it's nice to see everybody's contributing something a little different stats and artwork and all kinds of different fun things. So yeah, really, really creative stuff. And, you know, I'm sure the, the memes are going to start ramping up as we get further into this. And yeah. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> yeah, some of the best parts about these campaigns. Yeah. My, my girlfriend or was bad, just yeah. like, why? She's like, you seem distant. And I was like, well, do you follow me on Instagram? She's like, no. And I was like, well, okay. So. <laughs> i got stuff going on all right yeah i got some important things you want to go on that trip i can't i'm now officially on the hook for two thousand dollars on september 6th ah i gotta refresh this website for 42 more days over and over again <laughs> oh man i feel like at some point i'm gonna turn in like the american psycho instead of i need to return some videotapes i need to return some action figures <laughs> All right. Well, hey, John, we've been chatting for a while. <sighs> Listeners out there, thank you so much for hanging in there as we just kind of ran through all this stuff. John, great work on putting together an outline. Um, needless to say, I just have been burning the candle at both ends. So it's nice to yeah. let you, as always, do the wow. work on this and then for me to take wow. the credit. It's wonderful, <laughs> wonderful stuff. So, yeah. Good to edit it. So, yeah. Yeah. Not, I don't envy you on that one. You're going to listen to this and be like, he did not cut out a thing. <laughs> Why is this four hours long? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. One day I'll as, release as the unabridged version of the hashtags at the end where I just read all 4,000 of them that have been floated throughout our time doing SWTVC stuff. 
Yes, and just be lucky that I didn't do a full comparison of all the Rebels characters' outfits yet. Yeah, yet. Stay tuned. Yet. It's we'll coming, it's coming. Dive. I imagine we've toyed with the idea of diving into the the uh, 5POA animated style line to kind of look at what exists for Rebels in three and three quarter inch. Oh, we will. We should, we should, we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure people are just clamoring. They're just uh, hurting to get that episode. <laughs> they need that soon. Maybe we'll release that when... Uh, Nope, you know what? I don't want to threaten anyone with a good time for tears on uh, tear on mocks. <laughs> Once we get to seventeen thousand, yeah, yeah, followers. So, cool. All right, John. Any last things you want to throw out there? Uh, get the ghost. Cool. All right. Well, everybody, as always, here's the part of the show where I kind of beg and plead and say, "Hey, if you like the podcast, if you like what we do, if you like me, if you like John, if you hate one of us but you like the other, or." You're just apathetic all about it, but you feel like you got some time to kill. Uh, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast. It does really help us out as we grow and we can further spread the good word of TVC to the corners of the earth. Uh, there's a handy little link in our Instagram bio at SWTVC, just in case you've forgotten. Uh, and tell all your friends, uh, not just about the podcast, but about at SWTVC, about the HasLab all that fun stuff. So make sure you're following us over on Instagram. As we've mentioned at several points during the show, uh, we, or John, will be putting together some pretty informative and fun little deep dives uh, of things that you might otherwise not have ever thought about for any reason whatsoever, <laughs> but will become the focus of your life for the next 45 days. <laughs> That's the all goal. Right. That's always my goal. Yeah. <laughs> all righty, gang. Well, that does it for another episode of the SWTVC podcast. As always, back TVC, balance the scales, Hasbro, finish the 96, keep 375 alive, bring home Bridger, get the ghost, and may the force be with you. <laughs>